How's it going? Not too bad. Not Just too bad. Kind of right. dealing that, with... uh, that long pause there before we could get rolling here. I uh, was talking to my brother-in-law. His uh, mom was in the hospital and she had a mastectomy. So just trying mm. to get caught up on all that situation. So. Yeah. Some adulting stuff. Some adulting. Um, the fun stuff. So what's it been? Did we miss last week or did we record? I can't remember. I can't remember Sweet. either. I can't remember. We're I think in the I, middle of school year. We're in the middle of the school year, so I can't remember when the last time. I think we did it. last week. Okay, well that's good. Yeah. Um, anything? Anything happen? Interesting happened this week with you? Not really. Everyone's just kind of battling allergies, some kind of mm-hmm. sickness. Maybe I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my kids—they went through that. Already. They already had their first school sickness, and a couple of weeks ago, we're finally past all that. Now, knock on wood. Hopefully, it lasts for a little bit. Yeah. But, um, Let's think. Let me see. Oh, sorry. Before I get into my stuff, what beer are we drinking tonight? I've got the Parker Pilsner from Four Hands. From our boy Parker? Yes. That's not him. Oh, no. Oh, the, uh, the soccer uh, player. Tim Parker. Yeah. I'm talking about Parker, our, our, our buddy. No, <laughs> no, not from him. <laughs> I haven't heard him from him in forever. So. I, I, I don't even. Does he even live in St. Louis anymore? I, I have no clue. clue. <laughs> Has Bobby talked to him, you think? I don't know. I'll have to ask him. You have to. I don't know where. I think he fell off the face of the earth a little bit. So yeah. Um. So what? Okay. So Tim Parker. That I saw you posted an article, or I think I saw an article somewhere about that, where he did a collaboration uh, at some brewery. They had him come in and do that. Yeah, with four hands. Um, okay. a dry hop pilsner, five percent okay. alcohol. It's pretty good. I mean, it's, okay. I've been I've been watching for it. So and I'm supposed. To, I grabbed a four pack for my brother because he asked me to grab it for him too. <laughs> really good. Um. Yeah. I've been kind of on a lager kick recently, so I've been having a lot of Oktoberfest and wanted to try this one pretty wet, pretty badly. Okay. So out of uh, five pints? I'd give it a four. Nice. Three, three and a half, four, somewhere in there. Nice. Because, yeah, I heard the uh, – I didn't get a chance to watch the game yesterday. I heard it was one of the most exciting 0-0 ties you ever watched. Yes. <laughs> so that's what I heard. So one of my buddies that has season tickets, the last two Wednesday games at about 5.15 – Hey, I know it's last minute. You want to go to the game? I'm like, oh, were you, were you able to make either one of them? Nope. That's like <sighs> the busiest night we have because uh, every one of the kids always has something going on. On Wednesdays, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, I gotta love the school year. Gotta, yeah. But here, just think about it. You're, you're, you'll, it'll all be over before you know it, and then you'll say you miss it. <laughs> all the chaos and craziness. Maybe, or I, you'll be like, I'm so yeah. busy doing my own thing that I want to do. <laughs> I won't miss it at all. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'm going to miss it. Yeah, see, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, um, on my front, uh, just busy with school stuff, and then uh, got a little bit of drama to share. You want to to take a guess what the drama is? Mm, Is it car-related? I got two different car-related dramas. Oh, no. (laughs) Which car do you want to start with? (laughs) Well, I'm guessing one of them is probably the Jeep. You're not. You're Nostradamus. I know. You should be. You should be. Make sure you bet on the Mizzou game this weekend. <laughs> well, if I would have bet on it last weekend, I would have been wrong. So I don't know if I want to yeah. do that. Oh, you. Oh, you picked K State. You traitor. Well, you with the with the line they had, it seemed like yeah. a sure thing. But I told my yeah. father in law the minute I even consider betting on it, mm-hmm. Mizzou's going to win it. And sure enough. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you need. You can still keep your negative ways, and hopefully they'll just keep winning throughout the year here. 
Because you got to admit, that was one of the most exciting games in a really long time. Oh, that was yeah. fun. That was what makes college football fun. For all the the everyone bashing college football, I, I'm still – I prefer it over NFL any day of the week. I just really do. I love college football much more than NFL. Um, and it's just – it was fun. It was so, so, such a fun game to watch. But um, sorry, tangent. No, it's all right. Uh, so the Jeep, yes. So finally – Got the thing to start up and run again just yesterday. If you ask me, what did you do? I didn't do anything, but re- I've been flipping batteries back and forth. And I put a battery back in that's not mine. I put, I gave my father-in-law, I'm giving him his back. And it fired up, started. I drove it. I drove it on the highway. Drove it to Walmart because I had to run an errand. I was like, you know what? I'm going to dr- drive it, make sure it's running just fine. It started up. It drove fine around the block. So I was like, okay, since so it drove around the block and I didn't die, let's go ahead and take it to run an errand. That that's brave. So I go in and run my errand, come out to the parking lot, put my stuff in the Jeep, sit in the seat, key in the ignition, won't start. Of course. <laughs> I would just started. I just I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Really? Really? And so I try to start it like four or five times. I'm like, I'm probably hurting it more than I'm helping it at this point. Yeah. Luckily we we uh we went and bought AAA because the kid driving now. Yeah, and, uh, that made it me. That made it so that I didn't, you know, go nuclear and I didn't lose my temper or anything like that. It's pretty calm and collected, to be honest with you, about the situation. Call them, and an hour and a half later, tow truck is there. And I'm like, you know, hour and a half for a tow truck's not bad these days. That's I couldn't no. complain too much about it. It would just sucked having to sit there in a parking lot forever and a half waiting for the damn guy. But um, yeah, and then. <laughs> And they're like, where you want to talk? I was like, talk right back to people that fixed it. Took it back to the dealership. They already, I, we put money into this thing. Yeah. Won't start. They told me that, that what they really did fixed it. Sure as hell doesn't run. So apparently it didn't fix it. So sent it back to them. And uh, now it's on at the balls in their court. So hmm. yeah, that was, that was a fun, entertaining time yesterday. I, I it was supposed to be just a quick errand on lunch break, you know? Yep. And it turned into a whole, oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know? Yep. So um, and the funniest part about that was the whole reason I was leaving was because I I was I ordered a part to do an oil change on our other car, and my wife it's the one Jen drives the most, and we had to rearrange cars and schedules a little bit. I was like, just leave it here. I'll fix. I'll get it all updated, fix it, whatnot, and uh, you'll have it ready for you tomorrow. And I had it all that stuff done, and I forgot. I was like, oh crap. It's the one part I need's not here. Amazon hadn't delivered it yet. Yeah. I was like, Shh. Shh. and it wasn't. Supposed, and according to Amazon, I was supposed to get there till nine o'clock that night. I was like, I gotta have oh. it now. So yeah. I was gonna. I, I left the house to go get the part and they have it at Walmart. They, according to the, their website, they had one at the store. Yeah. Get to the store. Oh, lo and behold, they don't have any there on the shelf. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me, man. So all that for the reason I went. The whole reason I left the house, they didn't even have it. I'm oh. Like, so but i just went to somewhere else i have i got a ride from somebody else and they dropped me off at an auto parts store and they had what i needed and uh like and then the funniest part of that story jay is mm-hmm. while i'm finishing up the job yeah the amazon truck rolls up of course <laughs> as soon as i'm done i just finish and she gets out of the truck and i go I just dropped. She goes, "What's the matter?" I was like, "Nothing. Don't even worry about it. Please yeah. just drop that off right there by the house. I'll get it from there. Thank you." <laughs> At least it's easy to return Amazon stuff now. Oh no, I'll just keep it because I can use. It's one of those parts I'll, I'll gotcha. need at some point. But yeah, it's just one of those things where I'll just like, dude. Yep. 
But I needed to drive the Jeep anyway. It, need, it needs to be either it's drivable or it's not. And I'm I, I think Jay, I'm at that point where I'm I'm done I'm done with this project. I'm done fighting for this thing. Yeah. I think it's time to let go. I think. <laughs> I think. Time to pull the plug. I, do you think? Do you think? I've been I fight, dude. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. You know, but I don't know if I have any fight left in me on it. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> okay. So, but back to the other car that I was done with, it needed a tire rotation too. And, uh, so we take it up, I take it up to go get it rotated because they do it for free. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I get a call this morning cause I, I dropped it off last night so they could be done first thing in the morning. Cause I was like, I need this back by three o'clock. I wanted it back at that at a certain time. And they called me really early this morning, actually super early and they got it right in. Yeah. But they called me to tell me, Oh, Hey, we can't rotate your tires. I was like, what? <laughs> That's the whole reason I brought it in for. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you don't have, there's not enough tread really to rotate. You're, you're due for brand new tires. Oh, uh, you gotta be, uh. you gotta be kidding me. And I go, okay, all right, I'll be able to come. I'm like, we're not ready for it. I don't have it in the budget this month to pay for that. So yeah, let me come get it. They're like, yeah, you have like, there's a little bit of life left. I just highly recommend you get it done before winter hits. And of course, winter's right around the corner. Yep. So I want to get good tires on it before winter hits. But I felt like, Jay, I was like, man, I swear I just bought tires for this thing. I, it feels like I haven't owned these this long to need brand new tires. Yeah. And luckily enough, I'm a big enough nerd that I keep a lot of that stuff. I keep a lot of that stuff to kind of keep records of all that stuff. Yeah. And I actually just kept it in the glove box. And I pull it out and I go, son of a gun. I just bought those January of 2022. Wow. And then I look at it and luckily they put the mileage on there. Now, mind you. You know how tires have warranties to them. Yeah. But of course, the invoice I have doesn't put the, the mileage on there. But me being the nerd I am, I wrote down the mileage for warranty. How many how many miles you get for the warranty? Yeah. And I do the math of, okay, the invoice I have today that says they didn't do anything to my car that mm -hmm. shows the mileage. And I compare that to the mileage that is on the invoice from when I bought the car one year and seven months ago. Yeah. And I go, this is a 65,000 mile tire. I've definitely not driven 65. I've only driven 33,000 miles on these tires and they're already done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I call them back up and I go, Hey, you guys gave me quotes for new tires, which I appreciate you doing that. Cause yes, of course I want to get them. I need new tires for winter happens. And I agree with you that they're, they're not bald by any means, but they're, they're going to be due here very, very shortly. Yeah. And I tell them, but Hey, this says this, I'm supposed to have tires good for 65. How come I only got 33 out of them? And then they're like, uh, and I go, yeah, I need a warranty on these. I need some tires, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand I'm not going to get free tires because they're right. They lasted for half life. But yeah, I should still. I should have gotten an additional thirty three, you know, thirty thousand miles out of this. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, oh, well, you have to bring it back up because then I need exact measurements for how much is left. I was like, well, you didn't take that when you told me I needed new tires. <sighs> no, no, we didn't write that down, did we? And I was like, no, I guess you didn't. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, well, let me finish what I'm doing here. And luckily it's right down the street. It's not very far. So. Yeah. Um, but I'm almost at, you know, DEFCON one at this point. Yep. I'm just like, this is just ready to go off. And I'm just like, okay, I go back, let them do what they need. And he's like, well, I'll call you back here a little bit later today. I have to wait for them. The, the manufacturer to give me a call back. Let me know what, if they're going to warranty this. I was like, what do you mean? If he's like, well, you have to, you know, maintain them and make sure you did everything to make sure you get the full life. Cause if you didn't take care of them. That's not their fault. And right. I was like, I bring it up to you to rotate them every single time. Why would I? It's yeah. on record. You have every, and, the, and then the guy looks in here. He goes, Oh damn, you're like clockwork with this. I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I be? It's all part of taking care of your stuff. Yeah. 
And he's like, well, with based on what I've seen here, they probably should. So, well, uh, but I'll let you know when I get a call back. And then he calls me back and he gives me the prorated price. And I'm like, eh. But now that's another thing we were, me and my brother-in-law were talking about was, um, you know, I'm like, they're just going to make me have to get the same tire. So I'm like, do I really want the same tire that only lasted for that long? When yeah. I'm supposed to get one that lasted twice as long, what if I'm in the same situation again? I'm still spending all this money every two years versus probably, I should probably, based on the average of what we drove this last time, it should probably be every four years I have to buy a tire or something yeah. like that. And you would think with technology today, you'd even get longer than four years, but whatever. Yeah. Especially if you take care of them. That's the other part. As long as you take care of them, they should last well beyond the warranty, you yeah. think. So, so that's the drama with that one. Now I have to see if we want to. I have to fight them about this in regards to, I don't think I want to put the same tire on, but will they just give me the money from right. what the warranty would be? Move the distance. You ever dealt with anything, have you ever dealt with anything along those lines? Not really. I mean, where we take our car, they're usually pretty good about it. Um, yeah. We go to a Firestone dealership that's like yeah. down the street. They've always been good to us. They've always given us a discount, so we keep going to them. Yeah. So no, well, that's, we, that's we've had no issue. Good service, something like that. Yep. <laughs> you know? But because here's the thing I felt bad about, Jay, was I'm I'm dangerous enough to have a little bit of knowledge about this stuff. Yeah. You know, just just enough. But it's just from life experience and work. I, I told my kids, I was like, this is the benefit of being poor. You have to learn this stuff because <laughs> otherwise, if you don't do this yourself, they'll just take advantage of you. People, yeah. It's very easy to take advantage of because they didn't offer up this information. They just provided quotes for new tires. And if you're just stupid and well, I'm, I'm sorry. Not stupid, ignorant enough. And yes. I don't even know if that's too harsh of a word. But if you don't have the wherewithal to know, hey, by the way, hey, no, this ain't right. Yeah. I, I, it makes me think of like a little old lady. There's, if you tell that little old lady she needs to do this, she'll just do it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you're ripping her off. It's a total ripoff. This is ridiculous. You shouldn't have to do that. And I just think, and, and they didn't offer up that information. There wasn't anything that flagged their system to say, oh, hey, want to let you know that we were, we couldn't do this, but, you know, we just saw that you just bought them too, you know, too, less than two years ago from us. Only according to the mileage, you definitely shouldn't need this. Let us take care of this for you, and we'll try to work something out so that, you know, we give you the best deal possible, something like that. Yeah. Nah, nothing like that, dude. Nothing along those lines. Yeah, see, our place our place does that. Um, yeah. Because we, one of the sidewalls blew on an entire, mm -hmm. and... They're like, well, you bought them with us. The, this is how much was left on the warranty. This is how much we're going to discount it for you. Yeah, perfect. Well, that, that's all from the that's all from the manufacturer, though. Yeah. So that's the yeah that's that's they 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 have to. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't they? It's not money out of their pocket. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's just I felt bad for people that just. Uh, it was a at least it was a teachable moment. When I was in the car with my my son and my nephew, and I was I was telling them all about that kind of stuff and. Hopefully that re registers and they can carry that on as far as, hey, we taught you something that's actually real life applicable. How about that? Yeah. My kids would be in one ear out the other. <laughs> well, it, it could be. It very well be for the, these two boys, but yeah. I will at, never at that let age. them get with the whole, you never taught us that. You never told us about that. Ah, da, 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 da. Don't bring me that. I don't ever want to hear that noise. Yeah. Never. Never want to hear that. Yeah. So, so yeah. That's the drama, but hey, the, to be honest with you, very first world problems, I guess, right? Yeah, it's not the, uh, it's not like my what my uh, brother-in-law's mom's dealing with right now. So I yeah. have to keep it in perspective, like always, right? Oh, yeah. So, all right, so that all out of the way. What do you got on the docket, sir? So we teased last time about uh, Batman last night on Earth. Yeah, I just thought okay. this would be a good chance to go through the whole Snyder run. 
Okay. Because you have what do you have pulled up for that? Nothing. <laughs> it's all it's <laughs> all it. it's all from memory. It's all well see you you it's been see, but it's a lot fresher for you than yes. for me here on that. So dude, give me a second here. All right. What is there something I could type in here that I can just bring up every trade? I guess just put in Scott Snyder Batman run or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I will say I read last night on Earth before I read anything else of Snyder's. Except for maybe Zero Year. I think I was reading that mm-hmm. when it came out. I did not mm-hmm. I did not care for it at the time because I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But once you go through and I've read a bulk of his run, yeah. it makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, and here after After five years, writer Scott Snyder and artist Greg Capullo into their landmark run on DC's Batman with issue 51. That doesn't seem right. I think that was the, the new 52 run ended about there. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. And then they, carry, they had to carry over. I guess you're and right. Then, so yeah, and then they went to metal. Yeah. And then did The Batman Who Laughs, Last Night on Earth, and then Death Metal. Death Metal is the only thing I haven't read so far. So, okay, here, I, I think I found something that's going to help. I think. Let me see what I got here. Because I think it's actually... Well, no, see, this is all out of order. Because the way they have it in... Well, it says uh, it says the Batman Justice League Scott Snyder reading order. And for some reason, they decided to put zero year in front of volume one. But maybe that is the way to do it. Do zero year first. I mean, if you're going to go uh, in chronological, chronological order, yeah, yeah. That, would be, that would be first. Okay. Well, here, the first book in his run, but it does not inc- include Capullo, yeah. is Batman Black Mirror. And I know you've read that. Yes. Okay. Great detective story. Yes. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, but then it skips over to Zero Year. It, there was a Zero Year Secret City and Zero Year Dark City. The biggest thing I remember from Zero Year was basically just it, that was him still just getting his feet wet as Batman. And then like yeah. Gotham was under basically under hostage from um, Riddler. From the Riddler. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, what other big event stuck out from you for Zero Year? That's the main thing I remember was the Riddler stuff. Yeah. Um, Because it felt a lot like um, the Batman, where he's back in Gotham. He's kind of keeping it a secret. People don't see him. Um, But his uncle saw him. Yeah. And that led to him being kind of forced back into the public light. Yeah. So, but I thought Zero Year was a lot of the, tied in a lot to... The Batman. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that was an influence when they wrote it, but I, I could see the the similarities. Yeah, because he, I always thought uh, Snyder wrote Riddler very well. Yes, he, he turned him into. He wasn't a joke of a of a character. He was just a. He was a good nemesis. Very yeah. very good nemesis for him. Um, and then it goes to Court Isles, which Court of Isles is an instant classic. Yes, put him on the map. Um. Wait, Not much to say about that other than I love issue. I can always remember issue five as one of my favorite issues of Batman ever, just because yeah. how unique it was. Um, you didn't seem to like Death of the Family, if I remember correctly. I think I had higher hopes for it. Yeah, it was it was hyped for yeah, sure. It was, and then once yeah. I got around to it, it was just it just kind of fell flat. Yeah. Um, I I liked it more way more than you did. I just thought that it, t- pulling all the the whole family together. Yeah. Um, it impacted the whole Bat family. I, I just love when they do that, and it's. I thought it was done well. Yeah. Um, 
it's just hard to remember all this. I remember, I just, it's when you look at when it was, it's from 2013. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me to remember that long ago, minute details, but I, I'm trying to remember the big details of it. Like, for example, I remember liking Endgame. Uh, I don't remember Grave, Graveyard Shift was the next, was the next one. I don't remember what happened in Graveyard Shift. I remember, I know Endgame was fun. I remember reading that. I was like, that was a fun thing to read, but I just don't remember the details of it. Uh, that was with the, the geneticist that was uh, like mutating people. Okay. Um, was that also with Gordon in the bat suit? No, that's the next one. That okay. one, that one is the one that sticks out a lot. It's called Super Heavy. That's the yes. one with the weird suit that yeah. Gordon goes in, and Gordon is all jacked up. He's that dude's jacked in that book. <laughs> that was the J.K. Simmons. Uh... Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But J.K. Simmons in. Um, Whiplash, but as as Gordon, <laughs> not the but, Gordon from Justice League. <laughs> well, no, in Justice League, that's when he was bulking up. Did you ever you see? You didn't see it though. You never saw. No, it. you know, you couldn't tell. But he w- he was posting pictures of himself like yeah. at the gym, and he was just ripped. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trust me. So, uh, and then after that was Bloom, and Bloom was fun. Bloom, that's a yeah. great villain. That that was Bloom. that was with the mutated people. Yeah. 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 So and then after that, it's just an epilogue uh, from 2016. Yeah, that it just kind of tied things up. Yeah, no, nothing yep. special about it. And then I think you liked metal. I I enjoyed metal. Metal was fun. I enjoyed metal too. Um, yeah. I going looking at it now. Last night on Earth was the second Snyder thing I read. I read uh, the Batman Who Laughs before yeah. that. Did you just reread that recently? I'm just about done with it. I think I got one issue left of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I have that. I need to reread it because I'm not remembering it very well off the top of my head. Because I think I always get Batman Who Laughs mixed up with one that it wasn't a, I don't think it was a Snyder book, but it was the, um, was it the White Knight where they flipped? Yes. Where the, that's the Sean Murphy written and directed, or written and yeah. uh, drawn. Where that's, did you did you read that one? I did read that one. That one was really good. good. But I, I always I think I always just tie that into this somehow because it reminds me. I think that was done around the same time as the the Batman Who Laughs. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. They all came out around the same time. Um, I, it's almost like a black label where it's kind of its own Elseworld type mm-hmm. thing. Um, and that was where the Joker. Um, the Joker took a pill and became sane, mm-hmm. and yeah. it drove Batman nuts. Yeah, yep. But they've done a lot of sequels of that. Have you read any of those? No. Neither no. have I. I grabbed one of them to do um, from the library. I just couldn't get into it at the time. I need to go back and revisit them because there's, there's probably been four sequels to it now, at least. Oh, for the the, the Batman Who Laughs or uh, white, the White Knight? White Knight. Oh, okay. And did, did Snyder do any of those, or is that all Murphy? That's all Murphy. Okay. But. So, yeah, no, Batman, I, I, I've read it. I know I liked it at the time. I just don't remember it. I don't know why. I liked it at the time. I liked it a lot. That's why I read uh, Last Night on Earth. Okay. It just, again, it makes more sense. I, that That one wasn't as confusing to read for someone that hadn't read any of it. Mm-hmm. But there's little things in it that you see, and you're like, "Oh, this ties back to something else I read in the run." Or it gives you, like, if you read metal before you read it, you understand a lot more of it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. 
But I mean, uh, going back to that first, uh, the first Snyder one you mentioned, um, I can't think of the name of it. It's not with uh, Capullo though. But oh, that, uh, Black Mirror. Yes, because that was the yeah. one where uh, James Gordon was. They were going yeah. after him because yes, because he's a serial killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and so, like now that I'm, I read that, and I'm go, I'm rereading this. I'm like, oh, well, that makes a but lot no, more sense. You, I, I believe at that time, uh, it was that's not Bruce. I believe at that time that was when Dick took. Yes, over the that mansion. was Dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, as far as his whole run, it's a that's a that's a substantial run. I mean, I guess depending on what do you consider. How many trades does it take to get you to say, hey, this is a he's one of the greats as far as a Batman writer goes? Uh two. Just the, That's all it takes. the the court the court of Owl series. Okay. Like two trades. It that that sold me on it. I went out and bought the rest of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I so you have so do you have his complete run on your shelf? Um I am missing one of the Metal tie-ins and all the dark metal stuff. Okay, but I have everything yeah. else. And then, what about his Justice League run? Did you do anything with his Justice League at all? No, I haven't. But I'm tempted to go back to it. Yeah, I have it. I have it written down. I have. It's on my my reading list. I need to get around to it at some point. Um, it looks like Jimenez was his penciler though, so it wasn't Capullo with yeah. him on that. Because um, that that was before the Batman run. Correct. No, no, not before. No, no it wasn't. His Justice, he took Justice. League. God darn it, I turned this thing off. Sorry, I keep pinging. I thought I put it on Do Not Disturb. About to shut this whole thing off. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, no, that his first Justice League book was uh, t- 2018. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he, he took over Justice League after his Batman run. Okay. So I'm looking forward to reading it. I, I don't think I heard anything bad, but also didn't. I don't think I've heard anything good either in regards to I don't know it might be one of those things either you really like it a lot or you really don't like it a lot. You know, it might be very yeah. polarizing. I, I don't know. I'm looking I, forward to it at some point. Even, even if it's polarizing though, you usually hear something about it. Yeah. Cause yeah, here you go. Uh, Dark Knights, death metal, the multiverse who laughs. There's a, there's the death metal tie-ins. Yeah. Like they them all in one book. So I, I'll need to, I'll need to get around to that at some point. But, um, I, I think what sets it apart is that there's just so many, like, for example, I, Court of Owls, you know, Court of Owls, as far as, you know, that's his first trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess his, uh, City of Owls, I mean, the, the first, like you said, first two trades, knock it out of the park. I love the first three. Yeah. I really do. But then again, Volume 4, Zero City, or sorry, Zero Year. Yeah. Zero Year is actually pretty darn good, too. It was, yeah. Um, it, it was I, later in the run where it kind of went down a little bit. But it wasn't enough for me to just be like, all right, I'm I'm done. I don't with this. remember Graveyard Shift enough to, because here I I don't know spoilers. I just can't be spoilers since you I'm, you just read it. I guess not too long ago. It says in the wake of the death of his son Damien, which I remember Damien died. That was a big deal. Yeah, Damien died was a big big deal. Uh, is in danger of losing his humanity. However, the foes of his grief ridden Dark Knight mean to strike him when he's as weak as the Batman's worst foe became Bruce Wayne or something like that. So. I don't remember that one well enough, but I, I, cause I don't remember if I, maybe that is the one where there's a, a an amazing scene where Alfred finally gets through to him about Damien, you know? 
So I bet you there's something really strong to pull from Graveyard Shift. I just okay. don't remember it that well. All right. I got it pulled up on Goodreads because I log everything okay. in there. Um, it was a bunch of single issues that were grouped together. Okay. Um, I gave this one three out of five stars. Okay. Um, it was hard to follow at times or remember where that was happening in the timeline. So I guess it jumped around a little bit too. Okay. And then what did you give? What did you give in game? Uh, let's see. In game, I gave it four stars. See, I, I, I see. I, for some reason, I remember this being really good. So <laughs> yeah, this is when the Joker came back. I, I and yeah. it started. It it started well. It dragged in the middle, and then it finished strong. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I thought super heavy with. Gordon as Batman was I, at first there was a lot of apprehension because everyone was making fun of the suit because the suit did look yeah. ridiculous. Yes. What I remember the most was I was like, it was fun. I remember being a fun read. Yeah, it was. Okay. So you thought the same. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and then Bloom is an amazing villain. I, it was, what I enjoyed about Snyder was sure he played with the toys in the toy box, right? Yeah. He used all the normal people. But then you throw something in there like Bloom where they let him because I was like, look, he's like, hey, I've been on Batman long enough. You can see I, I have sales. Yeah. Let me throw in something that's kind of just me, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, it's it, it, and he he he. It was kind of a, it had a little horror twist to it as well, is what I remember. Yeah. And uh, good lord, I got. I might just get rid of this altogether. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um. But yeah, an original character. That's what I was trying to get. I'm sorry. Yeah. He was able to create something original that you hadn't seen before, and I'm like, that makes me that makes him stand out a little bit more to me because he just didn't use all the regular toys in the toy box, right? Um, and and I had that one down as a five star. I mean, it it was a great story. I was sucked in. I finished that like in a day. Yeah, yeah, Bloom was good. Yeah, Bloom was good. I think I think Dark Knight or Metal. I think that needs a. I need to do a reread on that, and I need to do a reread on the Batman Who Laughs. I really do. Yeah. Um, but overall, I guess, where would you rank? I mean, it, did this get you? I mean, as far as like the big runs of Batman, I, I guess them. Because I don't know. It, it just feels like this is one of the better ones. It yes. really was. It was it's such in with, with as much crap as New 52 got from, you know, the general audience. From me. Well, it, you're not alone. Yeah. But I thought Batman was great. I thought it was really fun, <laughs> yeah. you know? No, no, so, I would agree with that. And I wish I would have picked it up at the time other yeah. than just the uh, year zero stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it, 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 it was a good long run. I think he, I hope he comes back to the character at some point. Yeah. Um, I, I have not read any of, um, so who's on it now? Who's the writer I'm thinking of now? Uh, Zdarsky's on it now. Yeah. I got, so, and you and I think you said Zdarsky, he's knocking out of the park right now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, I, I imagine so. So I'm looking forward to doing that next. But uh, I'd say, you know, as far as like out of five stars, I get. I'm sorry, I give him a five out of five star run. I mean, sure, there's there's parts that you think that law a little bit, but that happens with every run. Oh but yeah. As far as a beginning to the end run, to, there's so many home runs in it. I I kind of give I give it the five out of five. And I don't know who I could compare the run to because there have been some long runs. Mm-hmm. But this one just stuck out the most to me. I hear you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, because that's the thing. There's there's memorable small runs. Yes. Like when I thought Judd Winnick had a nice run with you know Red Hood. Yes. 
Um, his is pretty memorable. I mean, Morrison had a very long run, if you think about it. I thought his run was pretty lengthy as well. Yeah. And he brought us Damien, right? Yes. So I, I I was a big fan of his run. Um, he also did the weird Batman R.I.P. storyline, too, though. Yeah, so. which is weird. Or Batman Lost in Time or whatever yeah. it was, right? I guess what that, that whole thing was. Um, but the fact that, you know, and then we got the run with Dick as 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 the, you know. Yeah. As the Batman with with. Uh, Damien, that's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, it's one of the better ones. And his, his run just sticks out. It, it, I guess maybe sticks out because it's just more modern. I don't know. I can't, I don't think I, I can name anything from the 80s or 90s that really sticks out. I mean, I won't consider The Dark Knight because that's just a, a mini series, right? right? It's not really a, run on, a regular run on the main character of the book. This is a, almost Elseworlds at that point. Yeah. Well, um, and. And most of the other runs from the 80s and 90s, they all tied into other books. So it wasn't just yeah. one writer. So, like, if you look at Nightfall, mm-hmm. that was across, what, like four books? So it yeah. was four different writers. Yeah. Uh, Cataclysm, same thing. It, it went across all the books with all the different writers involved. Sure. Yeah. So, but, and I think that's what's so nice about it is that there, there was some long continuity where we had one voice for an extended period. Because I felt the same way with, uh, well, first was Straczynski's run on Spider-Man. He yeah. had a nice, long, decent run. But then you follow that up with, um, oh, Jay, what's his name? <laughs> I'm forgetting his name, the Spider-Man writer. Oh, uh, um, Slot, Dan Slot. Yeah. Slot had a super long run. I, and I enjoy runs like that. That well, means that, you know, they're doing, they're doing a great job on it. Or Bendis with Ultimate Spider-Man and Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. So as far as like ranking, like when we asked that question, where do we put Snyder's run in comparison to the good long runs from other writers? I'll put this one right up there against any of them. Yeah, I probably would too. Yeah. I mean, Bendis' Daredevil run is something I want to go back to. Because oh, I, yeah. I kind of feel, I kind of fell out by the end of it because mm-hmm. I, I think it was a money thing and we stopped buying books. But yeah. I, I need to go back and revisit it. Oh, it's so good. So it's well worth the investment, well worth the time. Yeah, I, I would say shelf book indeed, absolutely. If you're gonna, if you're going to go that route, and I bet you you could probably find the whole go to get the paperbacks on eBay or something like that. I bet you can find something. Or find an omnibus of it. Yeah, or an omnibus, something like that. Yeah. Well, and then maybe I don't know because it's contained story by its own creator. Is it fair to compare a Snyder run or a Slot run or a Morrison run? To say a um, a Kirkman run, I, I don't even want to know if I can call it a run, but Kirkman's work on Invincible or Kirkman's work on Walking Dead. Yeah, is it safe to is it fair to make those kind of comparisons? It's it's hard to because, I mean, Kirkman's the only guy that's ever worked on it. Yeah. Um, but going along those lines, I mean, comparing it to a Stan Lee run on early books too. Yeah. But you you got to go in with the mindset that these books are dated at this point, and the way they wrote comics back then were a lot different than the way they write them now. Yeah, no joke. They're hard. I find it very difficult to get through that stuff. Yeah. Um, well, and not even just writing style. I mean, the actual format of the books, they were one-and-done books at the time, where now everything's yeah. a six-issue arc for everything so they can sell the trades. Yeah. Which that was smart. I there was something pretty incredible about that. I, f- I find it funny you bring that because I uh, I I'm in the middle of watching that DC documentary that yeah. Max put out. Yeah. What was it's uh what was it called DC? Oh, I don't remember. 
It's a, it's like a three episode docu series. Yeah. yeah, is what it is. And the publisher at the time was a woman that was she, and I don't remember her name, and I wish I had to do my I need to do my homework better. Yeah. Um, but she was she hadn't she had no comic book knowledge whatsoever. Yeah. She was more in line with uh, like teen books, like teen love romance books of some kind, or, or novels, or. In a, in a magazine format or something like that. Yeah. And it was her idea to say, how do we get more exposure to these books? And she was basically the one that came up with trades to get books in these books into bookstores. The graphic novel. Yeah. Was what they did. And I was like, you don't like, if you hear her name, you, you might recognize it a little bit, but she was a publisher for DC for a really long time. Yeah. Like super long uh, before Levitz took over. Yeah. We, and, uh, and- it was crazy because at the time, like a graphic novel was like original piece of work. Like, uh, uh, man loves God kill or God, God love man kills the X-Men story with, uh, William Stryker. That -hmm. was an original graphic novel. They had a whole series of them where it, I mean, it's not like a full trade now where it's like six issues, but it was a a hundred, 150 page story that was on its own that you Mm -hmm. could just go on and buy it a, in the uh, trade format. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to do a quick look up here. Um, uh, who, who's the, I want to give her, her just dues because I, it's just one of those things where it was such a boys club. Yeah. It was such a boys club and she comes in there and she just knocks it out of the park. She, she, she kind of changed the way that we kind of enjoy books now. Cause I enjoyed the fact that you can get a trade paperback. Yeah. I prefer it that way almost. And we'd had, we've had this discussion how many times where we thought as far as the evolution of the comic book industry as a whole, getting self-contained story arcs there, you know, your 12 issue, but 12 issues in one big book. And that's how, where comics are going yeah. just because of always having delays, Yeah, you know, artist delays, writer delay, whatever the case may be it always seemed to make sense that if you go that route of the graphic novel, it just makes sense. Yeah. It just, it, it makes it more obtainable, I guess. And uh, it makes it so that these writers don't feel rushed to get their, their work done, I guess. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, that's good and bad though. Cause at the same time, I mean, if you're going to have to wait six months between issues, it kind of gets frustrating as the reader to, to sit there and make that wait. Like, I've been waiting for a saga volume 10 graphic novel for how many years now? Yeah, no, good call. Yeah. I mean, we still don't know why bullseye has the target on his forehead <laughs> from uh, Smith's run. Yes. The yeah, one issue that came out. That's never, go- that's never going to happen. No, but I mean, they writers can get away with that a little bit now. Yeah. Well, I just wish he would come. I just, you know, instead of him doing uh, his own little line that he's, I guess he, who's he have it with Dark Horse or something like yeah, that? Yeah, with Dark Horse. Yeah. So do, go finish your old stuff first. There's not, why not? Unless you're just, unless the idea was going nowhere. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. The idea was really going nowhere. But uh, yeah, I'm not finding it. I'd have to rewatch that episode or try to do something. I don't know. Yeah. I, can't, I don't know why it's not on here. You think it'd be easier to find online? You think so? But uh, the other part of that documentary that was super interesting was the British invasion, yes. where uh, it was basically the, the they had a another it was another woman and I don't remember her name, <laughs> um, but she went and she 
wanted to find it was about getting let's get weird and let's 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 dive into the weirdness of it i and I, she just she, i won't say that she discovered neil gaiman it was but, karen berger is that her, what her name was yeah. okay because yeah and then because they put her, they put over her, her over with uh with uh neil gaiman on sandman yeah because they started vertigo yep it birthed vertigo and i was like this is see and that's the stuff i love the history of all of it it's oh, yeah. so cool to learn all that it's just hard for me to remember all of it because yes. I, I need to write down notes and, and kind of you just watch it once it's kind of hard to remember all that but um yep so far i'm super i'm super having a super good time uh getting through that and then i'm learning about the guy that was the producer for the batman movie and uh his reaction to the 66 series yeah and i guess there is a big contingent of fandom out there that does really hate that that series for what it did to the character where, you know, it was them making fun of it. Yeah. And, but I come from, I guess, an age when I watched it, I loved it. I love Batman 66. Unabashedly. I love it. Well, um, we didn't have, we didn't have much to compare it to at the time. That's, that's true. That's true. But well, I mean, yeah, well, there is a large segment of people that love it for that reason. I mean, they were Batman readers and they finally got to see a live action Batman. Yeah. Because but, I'm trying to remember as a kid back in 89, I would have been I would have been really young at that point, and my only exposure to Batman at that point would have been the '66 series. And I guess Batman the animated series roll that rolls out of that comes out in '92 after Batman Returns, or did the animated series come out in between the two? I think I think it was after. It was after after which one? After Batman Returns, I okay. want to say it was '93. Okay. Because if you ask me, I mean, as a kid, those were the one, 66 in the anime series were super drawn to those. I mean, I loved the movies, don't get me wrong, but as far as keeping my attention on the character of Batman itself, it was those two shows. Yeah. But that's because there's just more more of it versus just having two movies. All right. So uh, they both came out in 92. Oh, uh, so Batman, Batman Returns and, and the anime series. series. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, no, I just, as far as what I would love to see, I think that we haven't seen yet, even though you're saying you, you think maybe zero year, you, are you for sure that they said that they use zero year as part of the inspiration for, um, no, that's just how it felt to me. It felt Okay. Because I would love to see, I don't think there's a, I don't remember. I don't think there's anything from the DC animated universe that they've touched any of, uh, Snyder's, uh, stuff. No, I don't think so. I'm actually surprised they haven't because Court and of Owls would have been a great one. I will not recognize the Gotham TV series, even though they used the Court of Owls in there. Yeah. That's that didn't do it justice. It wasn't what you know, it, that wasn't what the comic was. It just wasn't. And and that series, Gotham was pretty campy too, if you ask me. I think it was rather campy. Yeah. I mean, I watched I think the first season and just kind of stopped. Oh no. I suffered, Jay. I suffered. <laughs> I said I, I put too much time into it. I had to suffer through what's her name, Fish Mooney. Oh my God. Oh, Holly Berry. Know. Not Holly Berry. Or, no. Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith. That's right. It, it, it took a while to turn over there. It's, yeah. it's just she was awful. That yeah. character was awful. But the bright part was the guy that was playing Cobblepot, or you know, the yeah, you penguin. Know, yeah. Penguin. He was amazing. Yes, he was. The show was garbage. <laughs> the show was utter garbage. I got to say, I think I'd rather watch that than the Gotham Knights show that WB had out. Or CW, whatever it is. It. So that's the one where, okay, so Gotham Knights. Yes. They created a character that was Bruce's son. Yep. Correct. 
Yep. But has no bearing in the comics whatsoever. Nope. None whatsoever. But it also has Cassandra in it, correct? I don't know if it had Cassandra, but he teams up with the Joker's daughter and okay, somebody else. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, did you watch the whole season? I never watched a minute of it. Oh, you didn't watch a minute? I no. thought you did. I thought you were saying you did. Oh my gosh. No, if no, I had to pick between I, the two, I, I would have gone Gotham. Given, I, I know it exists out there. It, it's out there. It's out there to watch. Yeah. I just can't. I can't bring myself because I'm sorry. It's just, it seems so stupid. Yeah. It really does. Um, just a hard pass on me, and I I tr- I would rather watch almost anything Batman, but I never even watched Batwoman. I couldn't I couldn't get, I tried it one time, I just couldn't. I never tried it. it. I was done with uh, the Arrowverse at that point. You were done with Arrowverse. Yeah, I, th- I think well, the only thing because I... we, did you not did you even finish the Flash? Did you ever even go back and at least watch no. the last episode? No, I, uh, I, I want to do that at the very least. Will's in the process of watching that last season right now. Yeah. It's hard because that's a lot. That's a lot of episodes. It went on a really long time. There's and only it's, it's so it's just wash, rinse, repeat. It's, yes, it's really what it is. It was the it's same formula every season, almost every episode. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not it, wrong about it. Yeah, the only thing I went back to watch was uh, Crisis, just because I was like, well, how does it compare? Yeah, yeah. And Kevin Conroy was a Batman in it, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I, I and it's maybe I'll have to watch that third episode because you watched the the third part of it. I'm I'm just curious where it's going to go. They I think it almost also plays that docu series almost even also plays as an almost um, advertisement for their DC movie properties. Yeah, and I, I, it, that kind of turned me away a little bit. I would have preferred a true docu series where it's just about the history of the company. Yeah, um, where it was in the past. Cause I kind of liked how it went back and forth if- between. The present and the past. I kind of like that. If I remember right, the third one's like heavy on movies. Did it? Uh, see, we'll see. I don't know. And it's funny they have James Gunn in there quite a bit, but yeah. he, of course, because just because the Suicide Squad at that point. I don't know. In the third episode, I'll have to see if it does anything in regards to his universe coming up here shortly. I, guess. I, I don't remember if it touched on any of that or not. No. Okay. But I've I've enjoyed it quite a bit. The first I again I think I've. I've I think I finished the second episode. I think I just got to go through it. Either that, I'm like halfway through the second one. Yeah. But um, sorry to get off topic there a little bit as far as, but uh, to kind of wrap up our discussion about his run, an amazing run, amazing writer. I'm very, I don't know if you ever read his Superman book. Uh, I think it was Superman Unchained. That was okay. Yeah. But he just, he doesn't do, I don't think he does well with a bright character. He's such a horror writer. Yeah. That I think he really flourishes with a darker character. Yeah. Um, which makes which makes me believe why I'm, if his run on Justice League, mm-hmm. I'm kind of apprehensive. I'm like, that's just not his mo. Yeah. You know? I'll get there. And then uh, I really want to. After that, I don't know what he's kind of working on right now. I don't know what he's writing. He's been doing a lot of his own stuff for uh, uh, Comicsology. Okay. So. And I've read one of the series, and I didn't care for it. Yeah. It was like a demon That's hunter. True. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no. I, but I still think he's a I think he's a great writer or if anything, it, or he's or we could call it the Bendis effect. Yeah. Where you kind of he he's got know. his niche and then when he goes out of it, it it's not good. Well, or when he know. gets too much freedom. Too much freedom or it's just <sighs> Maybe Superman's just that hard to write. He he has to be difficult to write at this point. Oh yeah. Although I've been hearing nothing but great things about the Philip Kennedy Johnson run, 
Um, is that his name or whatever his name? Philip something, right? Yeah, I, I don't remember who it was. Um, for the new uh, Donna DC. Yeah, I think that's his name. I started it. I'm not. I mean, you know, I'm not a huge Superman fan, so I'm didn't continue yeah. it. But I'm I'm getting a subscription to the app. I'm getting their premium package, so I can no. get everything one month after it comes out. And I'm going to go back and re reread the whole thing. Okay. Oh yeah, and Kennedy John. It is Phil Kennedy Johnson. He's doing uh, Superman and Green Lantern. Those are the two books he's tackling right. right now. So I'll look forward to reading that one. I'm I need to get caught back up with my Superman books, but um. Because that was a character I wouldn't mind. Because I mean, if we want to see the polar opposite, I wouldn't mind seeing Schneider try to tackle Superman. And again, that Unchained book was it was just a miniseries. It yeah. wasn't like a, in, in any kind of continuity whatsoever. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think, or is it time for Schneider to maybe make that jump over to Marvel? And who, who, what character would you put him on over at Marvel? I mean, Daredevil seems like the obvious choice. Another dark street level character. Yeah. But I th- I'm not, I don't know. Maybe even Doctor Doom or not Doctor. I'm not sorry, not Doctor Doom. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Possibly Strange, yeah. Um, could maybe do a good Moon Knight. I'm, um, I'm thinking those those darker characters from Marvel. Sure. Yeah. Um, Which hey, by the way, is Punisher shelved right now? No. Um, because I heard there's a whole lot like. Did they change the symbol? He can't use the skull and cr- like the, the the skull's out. They won't use it anymore. Well, they changed the symbol, and it was because he came in as uh, an assassin for the hand, because they promised him they could bring back his wife. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I read the first couple issues of it. It wasn't bad, but it was just one of those things. I didn't have time to continue on with it, so. May, oh, maybe God, eventually. That's the, that's the new symbol. Ugh. Yeah. I don't like it, Jake. <laughs> I don't like it. But that's the problem with me and and trying to keep up. I I can never keep up on Punisher, but he's a character I'd like to, you know. Yeah. Every now I, and then. It wasn't as bad as when they made him like the Angel Hunter after he died before uh, Garth Ennis relaunched him. Oh my god! I know. I never even heard about that. That sounds ridiculous. Oh yeah, because he died in the late '90s, kind of when when he got played out. And they overexposed yeah. him. Um, yeah. I think he committed suicide. Oh wow! Okay. And then he was gone for a few years, and then they brought him back. Like he was working for angels, and he was killing demons, and it was ridiculous. But then Garth Ennis came along and saved him. Now, is this going to be the symbol of going forward from now on? Like, this is the permanent change? I don't know. I haven't heard. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll be curious. I, I'd love to get around to reading some of the, his books at some point again. But yeah. Just like too many books, not enough time. Greg Rucka had a pretty good run, and it ended with him in court. He got captured and tried. And the, the trial of him was actually pretty a pretty good series. Oh, yeah. But okay. I've only grabbed, like, bits and pieces of him. Over the last, I don't know, fifteen years, because yeah, it's well, too it's too impossible to keep up. Yeah, well, Frank Castle is also the cosmic ghostwriter. What? <laughs> I didn't know. See, I don't keep up enough with Marvel to keep up with all of it. Um, he was a herald for Galactus in a different universe in the multiverse. Oh, okay, that makes and, sense. Okay, and then came and then broke through and 
came to the 616 or whatever it is now. Which, okay, and you sent me the news about, you sent me a clip about the uh, Hickman. Yeah. So is, is it, so the ultimate, is the entire ultimate universe coming back? It is. He did an ultimate event. I haven't read any of it yet. Oh, um, so the whole thing, that whole thing got published, it's out. The whole, the whole run of that. Or it's nearing a finish where he's going to start a ultimate Spider-Man series. And it's his, that'll be his. Hickman's doing ultimate Spider-Man on his own. That's I, his baby. That's the way it looks like. What about Ultimate X-Men, Ultimate Fantastic Four? I'm talking about the whole universe. Is that I, all coming back? I haven't, like I haven't seen anything else besides Ultimate Spider-Man right now. And is it supposed to be Ultimate Peter Parker, or is it supposed to be Miles? I have no clue. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because that universe is completely gone. Is that all going to be on the app, or is that you're still too, it's too, still too soon to be on the app? It's too soon to be on the app. Maybe the, the first issue might at this point. Yeah. Um. But I haven't seen anything. I haven't been following the app very well. Now that now that I do have a tablet that I can read on, I'm going to start mm-hmm. hitting it a lot more. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right. I just think that model of being six months behind that's that's too long. Well, Marvel's gone to three months. Oh, they did go to three months now. Yes. Okay. I still think that's too long. I love the fact that DC is doing the one month thing. I think that's great. That's yeah, so but you have you have to pay extra for it. I think it's worth it. Oh, <laughs> it is. I'm because I'm I'm going to be doing it. But yeah. three months isn't bad. Well, it's not bad because yeah, because how far behind I'm. You're, I'm so far behind. You know what I mean? Yeah, be, yeah. I mean, I just finished Sin, Sins of Sinister last week, so three months behind on X Men books. But I don't even yeah. know where I'm supposed to. Supposed to go at this. It's like our confusion with the timeline from Star Wars last week. We don't even yes. know where to don't even know where to pick it up. Very much so. I'm uh, still not over that, Jay. I'm still not over it. I still can't keep it straight. It's too. It's too. It is too difficult. And they they messed it up. And I think what they might try to do. Do you think Star Wars is going to try and shoehorn Air of the Empire and really shoehorn Thrawn in and basically go? Don't worry about this, the 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 Skywalker saga in regards to episodes, you know, seven, eight, nine, pretend that never happened. I, and we're going to, we're going to start over fresh and we're going to say those didn't happen. And we're going to say rebels is everything from the cartoons is Canon, everything from, you know, and we're instituting rebels and our timeline is correct now. And what we're doing is after Jedi. Ahsoka's after Jedi. Well, I mean, it is after Jedi. I think there's yeah. a chance that they could retcon the sequel trilogy. But at the same time, they said they're moving forward with a some kind of Ray show or movie. Why? Well, I, I think that's just people that are being stubborn and they they don't want to admit that they screwed up. Yeah. I, are, I, we, are we at that point yet where they can just go, yeah, seven, eight, nine are misfires? Although at one point, everyone said one, two, and three was a misfire, but now. Yeah, so much time has passed. Now they're almost beloved. Yeah, well, but I think I think that has more to do with the cartoons than anything. I think the cartoons saved that. I I do too, um, but at the same time, I mean, you're getting the general public to uh, accept Hayden Christensen for his role in it. Yeah, after he's shown up in Ahsoka, and people are people are excited that Ahmad Best got another chance in uh, Mandalorian mm-hmm. as the Jedi that saved. Grogu. Yeah. So. 
so here, so okay, it's time to jump into it right. because we went long enough, I think. So you're co- completely caught up on Ahsoka, even episode six from. This I have week. not watched episode six. We were gonna watch it earlier, but Madeline hasn't watched any of it, and she didn't want to, and it led to drama yeah, you, that we didn't need. So I'm gonna let you know a little secret: you can watch it, and you can rewatch it with them. I, know. I should. <laughs> I should. No, I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm, giving, I'm totally giving you a hard time. But but I'm oh, caught no. up through five. Okay, so th- and that's what's the most important part because yes. I think episode five will stand out as the episode of the series. Yes. How amazing was that? The turning the turning point of the series. Correct. Although I was hearing a lot of people complaining that um you know saying that the, it was such a slow it's such a slow series. And for me, that's why I always felt about you know Book of Boba Fett, I thought it was stupid slow. That was my yeah. biggest critique of it. It started off so slow. Obi-Wan was slow. I didn't say that about Mandalorian, I don't think. I don't think so. No. Um but this one I thought is anything but slow, but that's because I have the Rebels background. If you, exactly. And then I thought it was crap. I watched a, uh, there was a small, like seven minute making of Ahsoka or something like that. Where yeah. they interviewed Filoni and Kathleen Kennedy. I'm so ready for Kathleen Kennedy to get kicked out of the Skywalker or not Sky, sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Producer of Star Wars. She's done. Yeah. She's got to be done. Because her first thing she said was, oh, that's the amazing thing about Ahsoka. People can just jump in. I was like, bullshit. No, you can't. <laughs> you cannot just jump into Ahsoka. You cannot. It's no, the I least could, accessible show. I could not imagine watching this show without seeing Clone Wars and Rebels. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they, it's, it's they throw awesome. all these characters at you that they don't give any background to. And just expect you to like roll with it. I'm like... I'm fine with it. Like I, I need to talk to my buddy Jeremy because he watches mm-hmm. all this stuff too. But he doesn't seen Clone Wars or Rebels. Oh, oh, okay. That so he, that's a good perspective to get. Yes. absolutely. I'm so, sorry, I would be lost without it. I wouldn't understand what's going on. So Mark Bernardin on his last uh, Black Man Beyond said he had no clue about any of the Rebels characters. Yeah. He he has no reason why he should be invested in Ahsoka. That's my point. <laughs> and here's the funny thing. But those of us that watch Clone Wars and watch Rebels, we know why we're not only invested in Ahsoka. I'm heavily invested in her. Yeah. She's an amazing character. Yeah. Her, her dynamic with Anakin, which was done so well in episode five. Yeah. It makes so much sense of why this is a character you're super invested in. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then here's the thing I thought after watching episode five. Did you have the same thought I did that the next thing we're going to get is a Vader series? Mm. I did not think that. I I I thought this would be the perfect. They would be maybe take the Vader books, the Vader comics that I thought. Again, I enjoyed the first trade a lot. Yeah. Um. But I don't know what holes you would fill. What What would you? I guess you'd fill in after Order sixty six. See what he was doing up until um, New Hope. Yeah, they could do that. I mean, they've done that in the comics. That was the second Vader series. Mm-hmm. Him hunting down Jedi that it that he knew escaped. Sure. Um, but I don't know. Cause I just thought you got so much popularity with Christensen back now, right? He's, yeah. he's, he's beloved again. Yep. They're enjoying his, uh, what do you want to do it? That's a whole different thing, but you could bring back, you could do it could somehow Lincoln Kenobi with it. I would think, yeah. you know, cause I don't know. Are we getting another Kenobi series? I don't, uh, another season of that. I don't think so. I think that was a one and done thing. Okay. And then I don't know where, where we're going to go for Ahsoka. Is Ahsoka going to lead? Cause 
here was the other thing I was kind of disappointed by. I read something or I saw a little clip of uh, Freddie Prince talking about um, Kanan and saying that, no, he was not going to. Yeah. Be he will not reprise the role. He thinks it would. And I think I agree with him on that. Yeah. It would cheapen it where if he were to come back. But, but I was like, well, not even as a force ghost. And he's like, what would be the point? You know? And I was like, ah, I kind of get that too. Yeah. Maybe. Let it, let, let it lie. I think they could do something cool with Jason. That's what as a force ghost, yeah. but yeah, other than that, I don't see any reason to bring him back. Well, that's the other question. Does Jason? I don't know if I asked you that last week, but does Is there anything in books or comics where he becomes a prevalent character? Nope. They've they've see, never touched on him. And again, if we want to get away from, the, I guess it's still tied into the Skywalker saga a little bit. But if you want to do something new and original go off and do that but you honestly so i'm i'm hyped about that a little bit you honestly think they could retcon and we'll get heir of the empire and get mara jade and then we'll get sebastian stan as the new luke skywalker because <laughs> that's who should play him because they look I, exactly alike i i wish they would i don't think they will i yeah. i think they're serious about trying to push on with uh daisy ridley as ray why the push why force it why force it on people that don't want it I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the hope that eventually it's going to be like the prequels and everyone will soften to it. But isn't it too soon? Oh yeah, it's too soon for it. I mean, no one, there's not enough time for us to have any nostalgia for it. We're talking what twenty five years now since episode one since came episode out. Episode one, yeah. yeah, I know. Here, here's the. I don't know. I just, I'm just at this point after seeing episode five. And learning about the was it the world between worlds or something like yeah. that. That's so cool. They did it so well. They're they're getting really psychological with with Ahsoka yeah. and why she is the way she was. The flashbacks. The, the, the one episode they didn't mention, mm-hmm. and this was just I don't know if this is just for the hardcore nerds that kind of watched it, or if, I think it only it only adds to your enjoyment of it. But do you remember Tales of the Jedi, where it was a training session with Anakin and Ahsoka? Yeah. Do you remember? Do you know the exact yep. one I'm talking about? Yeah, it was again. Yep, again. You know that one. Yep. Where she just kept getting black. Like he had like five, clo- I guess five uh, stormtroopers around her or something like that. Yeah. And she like, tried to feed all five, and she just kept getting destroyed every time or something like that. Yeah. That's what this reminded me of. I was like, that only added to my enjoyment of it. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I don't. I think it's fast paced. It's fun. But you didn't watch episode six, and it makes it even better. <laughs> oh, I know. I I can't wait to watch it. I've oh my god. I've heard it's awesome. It's good. It is good. And but it's for the rebels fans. It it's just for them. It really is. It's. I don't know. Well, again, we can't talk too much about it again this time because you're not caught up. Yeah. But you get what you, you get. The payoff. You. I'm not. I. I can't spoil it at this point. You're getting. You're gonna get a good payoff. You, yeah. You are. You're gonna, you're gonna enjoy it. But I am a little. Con- I'm a little confused where we're gonna go from here. If we're gonna say that we're not gonna retcon. I think after the success. I don't know if this show's successful or not. I don't know if it's being well received or not. I. I don't really know either. Um. I know the the episodes five and six were well received. I oh, think yeah. it was. I think it was mixed before that. Really? That there's. But that's, that's how it is with every one of their Star Wars shows. It feels like. Yeah, I, I'm. I think in general, yeah, um, but I think it depends on the segment of the population you're looking at. So, like, there were a lot of people disappointed with how Mandalorian season three was because they felt like it wasn't focused on the Mandalorian. It was focused more on 
Bo-Katan. Yeah. But then... Which I don't... Well, but because he got his third season in Book of Boba Fett. That was yeah. really Mandalorian's well, <laughs> story. And uh, Favreau came out and said, look, it's the Mandalorian. It could be any one of those people. Yeah. So if you think of it that way as like more of an anthology series, yeah, it could shift from any of them. Well, then you would say Sabine. is the This is the Mandalorian for Sabine. So... And that could be the thing that ties it all together too. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think you could make a Vader series. I think that would be, it would do really well with Christian as, as you know, since he's got some good pull right now, I think it'd be smart. And I just, or or maybe you do an Afro series and pull Vader in that way. Could do it. Could that'd be fun. You know, I'm pro that. Cause she's um, the best character they've created since Disney's taken over. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, I just want to give full props to Soak. I think it's been great. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I think their castings are good. All the castings are great. You know, I'm, I'm okay with who they put in each role. Yeah, I like it. I'm enjoying it because Rebels was so good. I enjoy Rebels so much. Um, but without it, it just doesn't work. Yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, and I just don't know where they're going to go from here. I, I, don't, I love that they're giving Ahsoka some light because she's a beloved character to those of us that know her. Yeah. But what, eight episodes, ten episodes, how many are we getting? Uh, I think it's eight. So only two left? Yeah. And then where do you go from there? I don't know if they give her another unless season. You, before unless you're going to do Ahsoka season, are you going to do Ahsoka season two? Or are we going to say, hey, this was the launching pad to do something awesome, which is retcon it all, get Thrawn in there. That's your big bad that you've been needing because I'm sorry, but um, oh, what was his name? Um. Oh, the big crater head. <laughs> yeah. Um. He wasn't your big bad. I'm sorry. No one cared about that guy. He didn't make any well, sense. Well, no, because it was the emperor pulling the strings the whole time. Sure. Yeah. And I'm sorry. They have, yeah. Whatever. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> it just wasn't worth And then, or are we, we going to bring Maul in somehow, bring him back, get him back in the fold somehow? That'd be awesome. Oh, well, he's dead. He's dead him. at this point. Bring him back, Jay. Bring him back always. Yeah. Always bring Maul back. You he, always bring hey. Maul back. <laughs> he, he was dead after episode one, so. Jay, you bring him back. Everyone, he is everyone's favorite. Everyone can agree about how much they like Maul. Bring him back. Yeah. Um, I just don't know where you go afterwards. And I just, that's the one thing. But that's the typical Marvel thing, too. I guess you want to say Marvel, Disney, mm-hmm. and Star Wars. You're like, where are we going? What yeah. are we doing here? Because really, they're not doing much with any period other than High Republic right now, in and yeah. other media. You you still got the Star Wars and Vader series that take place between Empire and Jedi, and okay. a couple tie-ins with that. But the main focus of the writing division right now is High Republic. Mm. Well, because I don't know, what is Mandalorian season four up next after Ahsoka? I don't know. Um, they were going to do Skeleton Crew, which is set in the same time period with all new characters. Okay. But I've heard rumors that they might not even go forward with it, mm. even though they've already started production on it. Because yeah. that, that's the one with Jude Law. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Well, and I also, I don't know. I, I think you talk, told me you did get through Bad Batch, right? Yes. Well, no, I didn't. Will did. I fell asleep towards the end of it. Is it worth my time? It's very much like uh, 
Clone Wars and Rebels where it struggles to find its footing at first. Yeah. Mm. And so that's part of the reason why I struggled through it and didn't finish the second season. They're doing oh, one. There's already two seasons of Bad Batch? Yeah, and they're doing one more. Oh, God. So maybe <laughs> this third season is going to be the one that's like, okay, it all ties together. It all It's yeah. it's a good series. Okay. So um, I think I gotta we got to do homework because I, gotta, I okay. have a hard out. I gotta okay. get to. So you, you got a bunch? No, not a bunch. Okay. Uh, we watched Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Is what is that on? Is that on something? We we rented it through. Oh, Prime. It. okay. So how was it? It was okay. It's not. Would you, at, been, would you have been mad if you went to the theater to watch it? Probably not. Okay. But it's not like the original Transformers or Bumblebee. It's still below yeah. those. Okay. Which Bumblebee? Ah, man, Bumblebee was so fun. It was. Um. This one's set in the 90s, and so it's making the whole Transformer timeline even more confusing. <sighs> God, okay. Just because they love doing the decade stuff for nostalgia. Yeah. They just want to put in their 90s or 80s jokes is all they want to do. Yeah, and then the point of view character is... Um, ah, crap. What's the IndyCar? Mirage. Okay. And he's voiced by Pete Davidson. Took me out of it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. No. Oh, no. Yes. Has a great soundtrack, though. I'll give it that. Well, of course, because it's 90s music. but 90s hip-hop is what they go with. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I, I'd probably give it two and a half out of five. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'll get around to it once it's on something. Yeah. I'm not going to rush it to yeah, get I, it. Yeah, I wouldn't pay for it. Yeah, okay. There's moments in it, but, I mean, you could say that about almost any Transformer movie. Yeah, um, and then we rewatched the Prestige. We showed it to the kids. Ah, how they like it. Will got very bored with it in the middle, mm-hmm. but then when the inning came, he's like, "Wow." Yeah. Well, yeah. He, that's the whole reveal. Yeah. Yeah. He w- he was floored by that. He didn't see that coming. You think your kids could get through Interstellar? Uh, I think that's going to be next because they've seen Tenant and they've seen um, uh, Inception. And they love those movies. What the, they, the reason they we, were able to get through Inception? Oh yeah, and they understood it. Mm, so okay. that would that's what led to this. Will's like, I want to watch Inception or Tenet. I'm like, well, let's watch one of his movies you haven't seen. We'll so, go show Memento. We'll get to Memento. I think I want to do Interstellar first because there's all three of them like sci-fi. Interstellar's so good. It is ah, so, so good. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I finally got around to seeing Baby Driver. Oh, it was good, wasn't it? Oh, it's it was so good. Fun movie. It was a great soundtrack. Yes. Lots of good music in it. Well, I Baby Driver is a fun movie. So, actually, with Prestige and Baby Driver, mm-hmm. both times I talked about watching them, mm-hmm. uh, Fat Man Beyond brought them up. Ah, okay. And so, like, I'd been hyping up the Prestige with Madeline, mm-hmm. and we were in the car, and they talked about it, and they spoiled the ending. Oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't complain because it's like a 20-year-old movie, but... Yeah, you you heard what happens, and so she didn't yeah. care about seeing it, but she doesn't remember what they said now at this point. Oh, that's good. Okay. So so then I watched half a Baby Driver, and I was listening to Black Man Beyond, and Mark Bernard was talking about the music. Him and mm-hmm. JC who owns the the bar. Yeah. Um. They didn't use the actual songs you heard. Mm. So there was one point where they were using um, a Dr. Dre song. But it wasn't a Dr. Dre song. It was the song he sampled. 
and they just ah, played the clips so you could hear the, and think that's what he was listening to. Gotcha. And that was a way for them to save money on the soundtrack. Very smart. Yes. Very, very smart. That's very cool. But man, that movie was awesome. Yeah, I it was love, fun. I can watch yeah. anything Edgar Wright does, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he does good stuff. He does. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Watch that again. Have the kids watch Scott Pilgrim. Oh, I need to. That's a great one for them to watch. It'll yeah. Be fun. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I watched uh, earlier today was The Saint of Second Chances. It's a documentary that just came out on Netflix. Okay. It's about Bill Veck's son. Huh. Bill Veck was the owner of the the Browns and the White Sox, and he was the one responsible for Eddie Goodell batting. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the, 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 the midget, the midget right? yes. Yeah, okay. And then that, yeah. he was... It was actually his son's idea who this documentary is about, about the, the disco demolition night at the White Sox okay. that they had to forfeit the game because the game got it got too out of control. Yeah. Like they showed a clip of the foul pole and there was a guy from the upper deck sliding down the flagpole <laughs> all the way. But So it's worthwhile to watch it? Yeah. It talks about his son um, and how – he basically got his dad kicked out of baseball for the disco demolition. Mm-hmm. And he was on a baseball for a long time too. And mm-hmm. he ended up getting back in by buying the St. Paul saints mm-hmm. who was an independent baseball team. And they started doing crazy promotions to get people in and the, community, like the they were the precursors to the bananas, the Savannah bananas. Or yes. Yeah. Which he learned all that stuff from his dad. Cause his dad did yeah. crazy stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, but he and he owns a bunch of minor league teams, and it talks about his family life and how, um, like he had a son with his first wife who he didn't get to see grow up. Gave him a really crazy name too. I don't remember what it was. Um, hmm. Almost like Kal-El Cage level weird. <laughs> okay. But uh, he ends up uh, getting married again. Has a daughter who ends up having a vision problem and goes blind. Oh wow! And he ends up leaving. Well, he got a, he got a job with the Rays. The, their second season, in the very mm-hmm. first game of the season, he shoots off pyro in the dome. Well, they didn't <laughs> op- they didn't open up the ventilation. Oh no! And so smoke just sat up at yep. the top of the dome the whole the whole time. Yeah. And there was a pop fly that Randy Wynn lost in the smoke. Sure. Yep. <laughs> so. With his daughter's condition and that fiasco, he left the Rays and went back to his minor league teams. But his daughter died shortly after because oh. she was misdiagnosed. But he spent oh, no. he spent like a year just traveling around, taking her to everything she wanted to see before she completely lost her vision. Wow. So awesome. it, it was an awesome documentary. You get a lot about yeah. Bill Veck, which is, he's a character on his own. Yeah. So I highly recommend that one. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. So then a couple things I read. Um, I finished Morrison's run on Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Really good. Good run. Yeah. Yep. There, there's a fourth trade in it that he didn't do. I can't find it. I'm not worried about finding it, though, at this point. I just don't think it would live up to what he did. Yeah. Um, and then I read Essex County by Jeff Lemire. You were telling me about that. Don't spoil anything. Don't, oh. don't give me too much. Just how many trades was it? Um, it was one trade. It was three different that's books. It? Self-contained yeah. in one trade? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And it's it's about hockey in Canada. Nice. Like oh, it, it's, a, it's a side part of it, but it ties everything together. <laughs> I just watched a clip 
I just to go completely tangent on you, I just mm-hmm. watched a clip uh, just very recently where uh, Jonesy and Riley come oh. up to Wayne and they're, they're, I can't even get through it. It's so funny. He has them hold this hold my spitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then they start talking about fighting each other. Uh, Jay. It will never be not be funny to me. No. So that's what it made me think of right now. Yeah. When you talk about Canada hockey, and that's that's all I can think of right there. Well, <laughs> Hold I mean, my spitter. <laughs> I mean, that's what you think of when you think of hockey at this point. Absolutely. 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 So, okay. Sorry. Actually, no. So, well worth the read. Well worth the read. One of those okay. things that kind of pulls at your heartstrings because okay. the, just the dynamic in it is amazing. Okay. All right. Cool. So, and then that was it. Okay. Um, Let's see. As far as what I watched, I finally got around to Champions. Yes, that was really good. It was uh, very. It wasn't. I, I don't think I laughed as much as I was thinking I was going to. There were some really funny parts. There were, now, mind you, there were really funny parts <laughs> when he's trying to talk about the pick and roll. Yeah, <laughs> he gets a hard on for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "You got a hard on, Coach? Nope, I think it just fell off <laughs> or something along those lines." Or the one kid on the team that keeps talking about like the threesome and his girlfriend. I know, right? Yeah, that was good. That was really. That was awkward to watch with the family, though. Does does Fairly have a brother or a sister or sibling of some kind that Mm -hmm. suffer or not? I don't want to say so, but has downs or is mentally challenged or something like that? No, um, one of their buddies that they grew up with had a um, a mentally handicapped brother that hung out with them all the time. Gotcha. And so, only about Mary. That's you know, I think about that. Yep. You know. And then he does this movie. And it's just, I, I, it was very, very touching. Well, Super the, touching. There was the dishwasher was, too, well and done. stuck on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. And that's one thing they always want to do is try to like get this positive image oh, yeah. of mentally handicapped people out there because well, this thing was this thing was totally positive. There oh was yeah, nothing bad. I, everything was great. I, I very and Woody Harrelson was great in it. Yeah. Um, Sweet D was good. We do was fine. Yeah, she's good. She's fine in it. But yeah. uh, it's, it's a good, it's a, it's a movie. You know, yeah. it, it's not the best thing I've ever seen, but well worth the time. It wasn't a waste of time at all. I no. laughed. I, I didn't laugh out loud as much as I thought I would, but I still laughed. You know? Yeah. But um, let's see. So I, thumbs up. Good, yeah. good recommendation. I enjoyed that. And then I watched this weird movie. It was not even weird, but uh, it was called The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Hmm. It's a time loop movie, so kind of like Groundhog's Day. Okay. Where this kid is stuck in a time loop, and then he meets someone else that's in the that there's only one other person that has free will, and it was very touching. It's a very touching movie mm. that deals with some really deep thoughts. Okay, and I was like, you would think it's more like a teen romance drama thing. Yeah, um, because it's one of those things where it used the same, the advertising for the movie. It seems like they use the same type of uh, or script. Yeah, you know, as far as the, how the movie, the title of the movie is written, yeah, on the title page or whatever, and yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be one of those stupid movies. But it interested me because it was a time loop movie. Yeah, and it was it was so well done. It's a tiny little movie that it would never have done anything in the theater, but for being on Amazon Prime, not a bad movie. I'd recommend it. Okay, um, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And then the best thing I watched though was a movie called Bachelors. Okay. J.K. Simmons is in it. Okay. And it's some unknown. I, I think I've seen this kid in something, but uh, his wife dies. Mm-hmm. 
and he moves him and his only son across the country just to leave the house because he couldn't live in the house anymore where his wife was. And it's just, it deals with a husband that is struggling moving on. Yeah. And man, it was sad. And it just dealt with some things that, you know, you want to talk depressing. Ooh, man, it made you think. It, it, and this performance by the kid that plays the son in the movie did amazing. There's, I'll just call it the, the, the dinner table scene. Mm-hmm. But J.K. Simmons just being J.K. Simmons, dude, he was amazing in this. I think I've seen uh, this movie out there. I, might I, don't, it's, it's, I think it's from this year. I think it's 2023. I okay. think it's a 23 release. I think Either that or it's a 2019 release. And I might be getting my time releases mixed up with some of these movies I was watching here. Yeah. But um, man, J.K. Simmons knocks it out of the park as always. Yeah. So I'll just recommend it because it's a J.K. Simmons movie. Okay. It was fantastic. I really highly, highly recommend it. Okay. Um, but not one of those that the kids need to watch. It's not that it's inappropriate, but I just thought, I think they would think it's boring. Yeah. Uh, it hits on topics that you now as a middle-aged man, <laughs> it's stuff that you think about. Yeah. Um, so totally recommend it. Um, and then I need to uh, try to remember the, the comics. I, I, re- I went through a big run of comics. I went over with you the, the other time. Yeah. I've gotten through all of them except for two of them. And to be honest with you, I haven't liked a single one except for the Batman book. Uh, <laughs> All the rest have been no good. Yeah. I haven't read a single good one except for that one. And um, Batman Damned was the name of the book. Okay. I don't know if you remember that. Yep. I'm two and thirds of the way through it. it. Oh, you you picked it up too? Uh, yeah, I grabbed it on digital app. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, the art is amazing. Yes. And the I don't know how far you are into it, but the play on or on uh, Thomas and Martha, yeah, super unique that yes. you have not seen in a Batman book before. Well, it's and, it's Black Label, so it's pretty much Elseworlds at this point. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. But it's a, it's a, uh, what I was trying to get at was that it's a unique take on them that you not did ever seen before, and I thought yeah. it was interesting. And I don't begrudge it, and I don't dislike it because of that that's something different. And yeah. I was like, huh. Because then it, it goes into the tra- the childhood trauma of it. Yes. And I was like, this makes total sense. And the fact that he, that uh, Pattinson, that says something about, that was one of the books he read for inspiration of the Batman. Yeah. I kind of see it a little bit, but not enough to say that this is, was an inspiration for the movie. Yeah. But it does just go into the trauma of the Bruce Wayne character, which is, of course, super important for, well, I think any Batman book or movie. But in the Batman, I could see that. Yeah, I see the trauma being that, a big deal. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's good. Um, it almost comes off as a Justice League Dark featuring Batman story. Yes, because of Constantine. Sorry. Yes, well, I was trying to see where you're going with well, that. Yeah. Constantine and Jason Blood and yep. Dead Man and Zentana. Like yep. they, Zentana. all those characters are showing up. Oh. Am I going to spoil it if I say the next name? I don't know if you've gotten that far. Uh, you don't want me to say it? Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing, yes. I was, yes. I was going to get that. And I don't see how Swamp Thing fits into it, but anytime he pops up, it's just cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool when he just pops up for no reason at all. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, it's, I super enjoyed that one. And then I, ha- I was trying... <laughs> the one I was showing you last time, I called it Depth because I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually Department H. Okay. And they put play on words with depth because it yeah goes underwater i'm i'm a couple pages in i can't i don't know if i'm ever, i don't know how far i'll get in it i yeah. don't know if i'll read who, it who wrote that one uh matt kint, kint? yes i don't know how to pronounce I, it yeah i've seen that a lot i've thought about getting it before and just never have 
I'll I'll give it a little bit. I might because then the one after that is Moonshiners, and I kind of I'm itching to get to this one. To be yeah, honest with you, I'll save this one for last, just because I thought I'd, I'd probably enjoy that the most. Yeah. So I'm trying to get to it, just haven't gotten around to it yet. Because then I also got the itch to after watching episode six of Ahsoka, I'm mm-hmm. getting the big itch to go on to the second book of Heir to the Empire. Yes, <laughs> I really want to get to that one. Is what I want to do, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know when I'll get to that one. But uh, yeah, no, that's what I've watched. Uh, Ahsoka and those movies. And um, yeah, read some really bad books. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I mean, some of them I just sk- I skimmed. I was like, I whatever. I done. <laughs> I just couldn't get that. They were just bad. Yeah. Bad stuff. I, that's, I hate that because I don't want to waste time on bad books. I want to read the good stuff. But. Yep. So last question before I let you go. Essex Hound is, is it a shelf book. Oh, I'm thinking about it, ooh, ooh. but I, I mean, I already have a lot of Jeff Lemire stuff, so nothing wrong with that. No, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, access. Hey, he's, Let's see. he's got more uh, Black Hammer stuff out that I need to pick up too. Oh lord, I forgot I had those to read too. Oh boy. Oh wait, hold on. Essex County trilogy. It's it's like three issues that are in the trade. Oh, is that because, what it is? Okay. Because each one deals with a different person. Gotcha. But they I'll all say, tie together. The, the, collected, the collected Essex County is what I'm pulling up now. Yeah, that's what I read. You can get the hardcover for $99.99 if you want to spend $100 on the hardcover. <laughs> I'm sure I can Otherwise, find it used. You can, get a, a, you can get a used paperback for 4 bucks. That's your choice. You choose. You do mm. you, buddy. You do you. <laughs> Might lean towards the $4. Sure. Oh, man. <laughs> but I do like the fact that the cover has one kid in a red cape and the, the guy next to him is wearing a number nine jersey with a hockey stick. I do yep. like that. So looking forward to it. I'll get around to it at some point. I just yeah. don't know when. So, but that that's it. That's all I got for you. All right. Um, yeah, no, good catching up. And uh, I'll be looking forward to talking about Ahsoka 6 next time. Ahsoka episode 6. Maybe even 7. Ooh, that's true. That would be out by that time, too. Yeah. All right, man. Till next time. We'll see you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured song is I'm So Sick by Gone Stereo. (laughs) 